The Pinball Network is online. Launching. Just another pinball podcast. Hello, this is Joel Engelberth with Just Another Pinball Podcast, episode number 30. 30, another uh, another landmark episode, and I could not be more excited for the interview that I have in store. Um, I'm stoked. I have two amazing guests. Um, we'll just dive right in. We have George Gomez, Chief Chief Creative Officer of Stern, and Tanya Kleiss, Senior Software Engineer at Stern. And the reason I invited them in is just to discuss Deadpool. And, and just Deadpool from start to finish. So, George, Tanya, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, awesome. Well, I, I'm i just excited. I'm ready. We, we can just <laughs> really just dive on into this. Um, I did a yep. similar episode a few few months ago with Scott Denisi and TNA, and we just went step by step, like, like put me in your head, put me in your headspace, this creative headspace of, you know, you're starting with nothing, and then how did you end up with this amazing game um, so I know, and, and the game is currently sixth overall on pin side. I mean, it has just erupted into this well, well loved game and respected. And I know I have one, I, um, I pursued, I, it was always one of those, like, I think I may need to give this a shot and reaching out to people. It's just like, what are your thoughts on Deadpool? And I heard multiple people say, I can't put my finger on it, but I just have fun. Like it's genuine fun <laughs> to yeah. play. And I always leave laughing or fun so i gave it a shot i found a routed one and i'm loving every second of it so um yeah we'll dive we'll just dive right in so step one is kind of an interest like starting the starting point for you guys it's kind of an interesting story i know there's there's a backstory here george you were not the original designer and i know there was a situation that took place and you had to step in so i'm curious when you stepped in how far along was it or did you did you pick up where he left off? I mean, what was what was step one for for you? And then Tanya, yeah. what what did you? I mean, you had started, so what what did that mean for you as well? Yeah, so um, you know, life uh, is very unpredictable, as we all know, right? And um, and so uh, the events uh, that occurred uh, sort of blindsided us as a company. We had no idea whatsoever. Um, and I, you know, I don't want to get into the nitty gritty of, of what exactly happened. Cause it's, it's in some ways not worth discussing, uh, you know, um, but, but in other ways, uh, the, the reality is that it was a difficult situation for us to be in, uh, for the company to be in. And, um, and, you know, uh, uh as the guy leading, uh, product development, I, 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 I thought that the best way forward was to uh, to make a clean separation in every way, shape, and form, and uh, and you know to get in front of this thing and and to throw out the work and and you know I mean the company supported me and, and you know the company had invested a fair amount of money at that point. And I, you know, I don't remember the exact uh, amount of time, but there was some amount of time was put into this product, and and we had to move away from that designer. Um, you know, we had to part ways with him, just uh, uh, you know, go in a different direction. And and there was um, a lot of the conversations were, you know, um, let let the product sit and not, uh, you know, like have wait until we had a free designer to pick it up, et cetera. And, um, 
And I said, you know, I, I'm going to do it. It's, it's a very hard thing to do my, my job that I'm supposed to do every day and to design a game, which is why you don't see a lot of games come out from me. Uh, but, but, uh, you know, I called all these guys together and I said, you know what, we've got to ball up the work. We got to throw everything out. And cause you, you want a clean start. You don't want any reference. You don't want anything to be tainted. And, and as a designer, I, I didn't want to finish somebody else's work. I, yeah. I wanted to start over. And so it was a good, it was a really good reset because I think once we got past just the, you know, the, the, uh, you know, just the horror of what had happened, we just sort of said, okay, you know, um, let's, let's, let's put it, to, let's get it together and let's, let's make the most amazing Deadpool game ever. Um, so, you know, games, uh, every time you step up, I think, you know, I've said this a lot, everybody tries their hardest. Everybody yeah. tries to make, nobody ever wants to make a bad game. Yeah. Everybody wants to make a great game. And sometimes you, you click, you know, the right personalities, the right combination of talents, um, the, you know, um, the, the sort of the vision kind of gels, right? And, mm -hmm. and we, we, we are very lucky, you know, we, I mean, these guys, I think the rest of the team, these guys are super talented. You know, my, you know, my, my vision on the designer's role is that in some ways it's a guy that empowers the creativity of the people that work with him, because these games are not made by one person, no yeah. matter that, you know, it's like, everybody likes to credit the designer. It's all about the designer and, you know, have the designer sign it and the designer interview and all that stuff. And the reality is that every guy that works on those things uh, in, in the history of the games I've made, every guy I've worked with on a game has elevated my work, has made my work better. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 and how you do that, how you get people to elevate your work is you let them do what they do. You let them be creative because you're not the only I don't have any kind of a, you know, I don't have the, the notion of creativity it doesn't belong just to me, it belongs to everybody on that team. So sure. all those guys made a contribution, a huge one, right? Yeah. And, and, you know, Tanya and I shouldered a lot of the leadership role in, in what it took to get it there, right? Um, but um, I think that, uh, you know, I mean, the, the magic of a team is uh, it's a team. Yeah. So Tanya, you, I'm assuming you had like files you just had to delete. I mean, I mean, what, what was that like? Just, or did, I don't That's know. It's pretty easy to select all. And, oh, there you go. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, yeah. It's always, I mean, I, I've, before being in the pinball industry, I worked in video games for a long time um, for about 12, 13 years. And um, I, so I'm not in the video game industry it, it happens a lot more frequently where you work on something for a year or two and then things change. Microsoft buys the company that you were publishing for or whatever and, and huh. projects get canceled. So, um, I mean, it always hurts, but uh, it wasn't my first time, I guess. <laughs> so nice. uh, uh, that and also, uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, just after the, the stuff that happened, being, being able to distance, you know, just to mentally move on to something brand new um, was was very refreshing and and the energy that, that George brought back into that because it was it was a, I'll tell you what it was a bummer you know yeah um, and uh, 
so coming out of that bummer, you know, full steam ahead and doing some really, you know, doing some really fun stuff was, was awesome. And then having the opportunity to work with George on a, on a game, um, as my first, you know, game that, that I led is, was just, you know, kind of a golden opportunity. Um, so not, well, yeah, well, let's talk about that. Let's talk about, so you're, you're saying full steam ahead, like energy. So put me in that first meeting you guys had that first time you're in a conference room, that first brainstorming session, I'm assuming both of you walked away with a notepad of ideas, but can you share like what was one or like, what was like, this is the direction I'm going or, or like to George, George, did you immediately start having layout ideas or Tanya, did you immediately have gameplay ideas? Like right out of that initial meeting, what, what did both of you take away? So I'll tell you that the reality was that, you know, we wanted to keep the game on schedule. Okay. So, so the notion of keeping the game on schedule after you've just thrown away all this stuff means that you're going to start with something simple. Okay. You're going to build off of simple. And <clears throat> building off of simple, you know, I mean, it's interesting because pe- some people think that, like, making great stuff means putting the kitchen sink in, and, and it doesn't. You know, it, it, there's no correlation between fun and complexity, okay. uh, meaning there's no – it's not a requirement, you know, I mean, it doesn't mean that there, there are some fairly complex things that are fun. There's no question, but, but, but I think, you know, it's, I, I've, I've preached for a long time. I've preached, you know, and, and don't, don't take the numbers literally, but, but I say to these guys, give me five great things. Okay. Don't give me 18 half baked, mediocre, just okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I don't care that you have 18, kind of there. They just give me five great things. Like just focus on, you know, what are those things? And so we, you know, with, with, with Deadpool, we, we took a step back. I think that the I, high, the high, you know, sort of the, the 30,000 foot view on Deadpool is every creator that has touched the Deadpool brand mm-hmm. has, been allowed to some extent by Marvel to influence the world of Deadpool. Okay. To make yeah. Deadpool, to make Deadpool the bizarre uh, conglomeration of things that exist, and you know the craziness in his head, and just all the things that, right? So, so I think I think that's the road that we took from a thirty thousand foot view. We said, you know, what 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 is our Deadpool? What's our stuff? What, you know, um, and, and, you know, you have to respect the things the brand wants you to respect, right? There was, I think one of the early controversies was, you know, is it family friendly? Okay. Yeah. There was a lot of, and I think you guys saw, you know, that there was a lot of uh, people disappointed in the community initially that, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't, uh, you know, um, he wasn't, uh, you know, X-rated, right? Yeah. And and but but and Marvel, you know, interestingly enough, Marvel said we're not holding a gun to your head on this because you know Deadpool is what it is. Nice. But but you know, I mean, is is it really in the best in the best interest of a game that can be uh, in family environments and all these different locations and. And, and that, that, that was correct because every time that I see a picture of a little kid in front, you know, like standing on a chair playing a Deadpool, yeah, 
I'm, I'm, you know, we made the right call, yeah. right? We made, he's, you know, he's still snarky. He's still edgy. He still makes fun of you, but I sleep nights. There's nothing to worry about. Those little kids, yeah. when they grow up, they're going to remember that crazy game they played, you know? I mean, he's forever famous. Every time I see a little kid standing in front of him playing it, I think he's forever famous. He's we made a thing that will last forever. So on the on the pro on the very front uh, by the coin door is a little unicorn. Like my daughter, she she likes the unicorn. She knows that little unicorn. So that I, I, that's awesome. That was a good choice. But but Tanya, what was your? So you're saying you your craziness, right? I mean, was that like was that what you walked out of that meeting like? How, where do I want to go with this kind of thing or what? Well, um, I, uh, well, what I remember of that, I mean, I, I had already spent some time in the Deadpool universe and reading tons of the comics and, and, yeah. and, and I, it's, it's pretty vast. The, you know, this, all the comics and, and Deadpool sort of travels through all sorts of different personalities and different scenarios um, he was a much darker, you know, character early on, and later on he became more comical. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, but so to me, when I came in there, there was all the stuff in my head, and I was like, I don't know how we're going to fit all this in the game. But the the core ideas were was was one, he's the merc with the mouth, so he's mm-hmm. he's going to be talking a lot, and yeah. he's and um, also George, you know, pointed out like fourth all Deadpool, like Deadpool's big. One of the big things is he looks at the camera and he says he talks to the reader or the, or the movie watcher or the pinball player. And so that was a big thing. Like, what, how do we, how are we going to incorporate fourth wall Deadpool? So we actually have fourth wall Deadpool. He popped yeah. this 3d, like we've got this arcade game look. And then all of a sudden this 3d rendered guy comes up and he's talking directly to you. Um, that was, that was a big thing early on. Um, chimichangas always stood out as something that, <laughs> that just, yeah. when you think of Deadpool, you got chimichangas. And then I remember George saying, two things. One, he's going to have lots of weapons. He loves weapons. He just got, he collects weapons. There's weapons. He's going to have, you know, katanas, he's going to have big katanas and, you know, he's going to have all this stuff. And the other thing was, um, another thing was, you know, who's he going to fight? You know, he's going to fight everybody, but he's going to be fighting ninjas. It's going to be crazy with ninjas this game, that they're going to be coming out of the walls. They're popping out of the water, you know, out of the water, yeah, with, yeah. you know, all this stuff. I remember that. Um, I think Marvel, you know, Marvel uh, has, uh, you know, they do have like some rules in the universe. And, and so we had to sort of abide by those. And, and the one, the one sort of open, you know, open season, it's open season on ninjas. You can do anything you want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When in doubt, so, a ninja did it. Right. Yeah. When in doubt, you know, you create a ninja enemy. Yeah. <laughs> you do whatever you want with it. Because, because honestly, there, there were, you know, there's like, no, we don't, you know, we don't want, like, like, I think Deadpool and Wolverine can't tangle. Okay. They can't you fight. Know, I think that, I think that, um, you know, there are certain things like that. And so, so I think, but ninjas seemed like a natural sort of enemy, you know, they show up uh, often enough and the, you know, talk about the fourth wall thing. So one of the things, uh, so we didn't have any assets from, you know, we didn't have any movie clips to play. Yeah. We didn't have, you know, we didn't have uh, the, the, the comic book art was sort of off limits because of the rights of the different artists and stuff. And so so imagine that we've got a short, compressed period of time. We've got to create everything from scratch. 
Yeah. And so um, the notion of the, the, you know, the sort of the Nintendo 64. Yeah, the 8-bit you know, pixelated art. Yeah, kind of super yeah. pixelated art. And then, and then it, it sort of spoke to the, okay, and then when we do the fourth wall transition, he's going to be highly rendered, you know, in our world, sort of, in a more modern world, sort of Deadpool, right? Sure. Um, but I, that, the, the concept of that, that uh, 90s, you know, uh, look, uh, yeah. fighting game kind of thing. It's like a street fighter, essentially, in Mortal Kombat. Yeah. yeah, you know, you know, so that spurred a lot of other thoughts. Like, that spurred the thought of, we, we all love the old uh, Williams 80s arcade stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, the Defenders and Firepower Pinball and, and uh, Robotrons and stuff, right? And, and those things used to share a sound system. And, yeah. and so, you know, when one day Tanya and I are in his office riffing about the, you know, what does this thing sound like? And we're like, hey, wouldn't it be cool if we start going down that road? And, 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 you know, and that, like that spurred other thoughts, you know, like the thought about the crazy music. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just, you know, like country rap, polka, right, right. It was disco. Like, it, it, all the songs yeah. were like, it's, it's Deadpool. I'm a cool guy. It's all about me. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're talking about battles, I mean, did Marvel give you a list of characters or was it kind of like, who do you want? You want Wolverine? You want Colossus? Um, you want Mystique? I think Mar- Marvel let us, uh, create a list and then oh, okay. they said then then they said you know uh you know yes to these no to those kind All of right. thing right so it's sort of like uh because i think that you know it's i mean they're very good about they like they know the universe mm-hmm. really well and they know like all the beyond the universe they know like what they're doing with the universe in all these you know, in the many spinning plates that is the universe. Yeah. So, so they steered us at, you know, this group of characters is probably a good fit for you guys. And so, and I think it's funny, it's a group because it's what a eclectic group, right? I mean, uh, yeah. I yeah. had a guy in my stream the other week and he, he was new. He admitted, he's like, I'm new to pinball. Um, he goes, I have a Deadpool about 30 minutes away. Is it worth me driving to go play? And I'm playing Deadpool. I'm like, absolutely. Let me explain this game to you. And I start explaining it. And he's like, I don't remember this guy in the movie. It's like, this isn't based on the movies. And then and then the guy goes, why is there a T-Rex on the play field? And I was like, well, let me tell you. That's a, You go back in time and you do this. And then, and then we are fighting a shark. He's like, what is, you know, this is all typing in chat. He's like, what is happening? And somebody in chat is like, wait until he fights vampires. You know, and he's like, you're kidding. He goes, no fighting vampires yeah. while listening to disco music on roller skates. I mean, yeah, like, so, I mean, you know, you know, what happens is that I think when you have the right team yeah. and you have, you have the right guys in the room and, you know, somebody says something and then the, another guy extends that another guy completes it, you know, and that's how you end up with. Oh my God! Yeah, we got we need a disco scene with roller skates, and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. right? <laughs> so I feel like I don't even need to ask. But did you cut anything out? I mean, it was every idea. <laughs> no, no, we cut out. We cut stuff out. We cut yeah. stuff out because uh, originally we had uh, like we had three more modes or something, right, Tanya? I can't remember the um, number. Yeah, we had a couple other characters that we were going to fight that we we backed off and and uh, refocused things. Um, yeah, 
But no, then, the, la- the ladder was bigger. I think the, the, the opponent's ladder, you know. Gotcha. Yeah. And uh, we, we may have had, uh, do we have another plateau of wizard modes, sort of? Um, like, a, like, like sub-bosses. We had more. I can't remember now. Uh, there, there was that meeting we had where, yeah. where, like, where we were like, okay, this is like, you know, Tanya comes in to see me. He's freaked out. We're never going to get all this done. It's like, <laughs> okay, all right, let's like, what are we cutting? <laughs> Yeah, because I know you you fight the three main guys and then you get to Sauron, Sauron, yeah, and then you, yeah, then you do it yeah. again. So I understand yeah. how you could, yeah, uh, but I, I, yeah, I understand. Um, well, okay, uh, there's a lot more I want to ask about software, but let's let's turn har- like hardware mechanically, right? There's some yeah. ridiculous shots in this game, and so George, when you sat down in front of your whiteboard. You have a blank yeah. slate. I'm assuming you, you mm-hmm. plopped your flippers down. Mm-hmm. What? And I remember, brilliant, by the way, before the reveal, you had that little drawing of Deadpool on a post-it note drawing the shot, the katana yeah. shot. Yeah. I Was that you? Or did you just, like, plop down that piece of that paper and go, I want a shot like this, and then you just uh, made it happen? Yeah. No? So, so, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. Uh, so it was about how do you make something interesting with nothing? Okay. Right. You have no time. And, and remember I had just like the last thing I'd worked on was very complex and in Batman. Right. Yep. So you remember that turntable yeah, and, yeah. and uh, the, you know, the complexity of turntable. And so I just wanted to, you know, air out my head, go in a completely different direction. And, um, and I, you know, I, I, I think that, that the, I think the first time so first thing I did was I, that those those ramps, you know, the two ramps are basically identical, right? Yeah. Yep. And and so I always had the katana ramp idea because it reprises my own Lord of the Rings ramp. Okay. Right? Okay. So so the katana was like right away I knew I'm gonna I'm gonna load balls in the, into the handle of the katana. I'm gonna have this katana and it's gonna be on the right side just like the Lord ramp and just because it's just sort of like reprises that. Sure. And everybody seemed to like that, right? So. Um, but, um, so then it's, that physical ramp is essentially uh, a simplified version of one of the Batman ramps. And, and I had two Batman, I had, I grabbed, I went, you know, I went into the lab and I grabbed two Batman ramps, the same ramp, same identical ramp, not a left and a right, but the same identical ramp. And I started messing around with where am I going to put this and what's an interesting shot. And, and so that, that shot, you know, there was like a conversation in the lab, you know, wouldn't it be interesting if, if the ball, you know, went, uh, through open play field. Yeah. Right. And so, um, you also, if you, if, if people haven't made the connection, that cross shot exists in my Avengers game. Oh yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, you know, that cross shot exists as a black widow ramp. Mm-hmm. And in, in when I was doing Avengers, I ran out of time and I didn't quite perfect that ramp. So it's not my best shot ever, the the, the Black Widow ramp. Um, and so so the so the thought occurred to me, hey, you know, it's sort of another bite at that crossing shot, you know, off the left flipper, which is you know most people are right hand, you know, a lot of people are right handed. People love right handed shots, so. So it was an interesting. Oh, let's make it a left-handed shot, yeah. and and let's cross it. And so um, the game, you know, it, it's a kind of game that, like, all the problems, um, 
yielded really great solutions, right? Originally, I think we had what we had the, the, the taco truck, the, the chimichanga truck was where Lil Deadpool is. Okay. And you were going to go there to do time travel from okay. that location, right? Yep. And, yep, yep. and Tanya says to me one day, he says, you know, it's, it's hot, the, the, the chimichanga truck is really boring. <laughs> did i say that <laughs> so I'm like, seriously i was i'm like yeah you're right you know we can't that, that yeah you're right it, it's like it's not fun to hit a chimichanga truck with a pinball it's just not it's not cool yeah so so you put in a little deadpool bobblehead with springs on his arms and yeah the the, the little deadpool what's interesting about little deadpool is that you know we had to explain him to Marvel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like Marvel, Marvel said, who is this guy? <laughs> you know? Yeah. We had to send but him like, pictures. Like it's, we had to send him pictures, you know, from like the, cause he doesn't appear in all the books, right? He's yeah. like in, uh, I don't know. Is it, is it three or four books? Yeah. He's in sort of the, yeah. The around 2012 and the series that Brian Posehn wrote, uh, yeah. with, uh, with, um, the other, with Gary, Dugan. But yeah. um yeah, so he, he appears just as like the intro, like the when you first open up the comic, he's on the first page and he's yeah. like, Hey everybody you know, and he's yeah. he's talking like, you know, fourth wall to, to the and telling you what you know what the situation is. And uh, you know, just seeing that guy just you know, he caught a lot of people's eyes. Yeah, no. So we sent that we you know, started talking to the, to uh, Marvel about the, about him, and they're like, yeah, who who is this? <laughs> You're so, having to educate right. Marvel on their yeah. history. That's yeah. That's I mean, awesome. I'll tell you that the that the first uh, you know the first time I had a mock up of the guy with the you know with the katanas on the springs and his arms and his head bobbing around and stuff and and I had and somebody shot it and people started laughing. I was like, yeah. okay, we're onto something. Yeah. <laughs> so, my dad played it over the weekend and had the exact same the first time he hit it and he saw him move he laughed he's yeah. like that's awesome and that, that's that, that you know in in a in a nutshell that that's that's what you've got to do with games that's what games have to do right they have to just make you laugh they have to just be a good time it's like every time i've done a serious game it it hasn't really resonated as well as uh, you know, when we put humor in them. Well, let's dive into that then. Um, this game, it's one of the funniest games I've ever played. I mean, to, to get one, the, the voice actors that you got, fantastic. And then on top of that, the writer that you had. I mean, every time I play it, I keep hearing different call outs and different sound effects that by the way, we all, by, by the way uh, uh, no, not to take one thing away from him because he did an amazing job, but a lot of us wrote for that. Oh, so nice. There's, yeah. So there's uh, Tanya and I wrote a lot uh, of stuff in there. Um, so did you ever, you know, that Johnny Seven line? I asked these guys, I said, you guys know what a Johnny Seven is? And it was like, they're looking at me like I'm from Mars. And I was like, well, <laughs> when, when, you know, tell your audience, go look up Johnny Seven commercials from the 60s. Okay. Right. Because I, I grew up in the 60s and there was like, you know, Johnny Seven, one man army. Right. It's like, it was like this giant plastic gun that did everything it had a grenade launcher it shot water it did, did all these different things right and so uh i said oh my god this is so deadpool this is like a johnny seven we got to have a johnny seven and then these guys are looking at me like i'm from mars right they're, yeah, much, yeah. they're all much younger than me you know so so 
So stuff like, you know, stuff like that, you know, it's like, I always wanted a Johnny yeah. 7. Just yeah, I did. I always wanted there. a Johnny yeah. 7. I, my buddies had one. I never had one. Yeah, I wanted to get one after that, after I learned what it was. They're pretty sweet, <laughs> but they're pretty expensive on eBay now. And, and yeah. like the, you know, right. especially if it's like, looks like it's new in box, that's going to be, that's going to be a fortune. So what, um, code wise, I know. So initially, I mean, this game, the art package, the sound package, I mean, crushed it zombie eddie crushed it i have the i have the banner i had to buy it um i mean i also have the turtles banner it's just the art is fantastic um but you know visually once you get past that obviously people are looking at shots people are looking at code the initial code was good but the initial code has gotten better and better and better like i feel like the love of the game has grown as the code has evolved so, so Tanya, what would you say from initial code to now? What do, what do you feel was the, I don't know, what was the icing on the cake? Or what, what do you feel like you, that you changed that really took it to the next level? Uh, well, there are a couple of things. Um, I mean, the, I mean the, the, the things, I mean, we got most of it into, into 1.0, but the 1.0 was, you know, took a little while to get to. Um, but the, the big things were, um, one, was seeing and hearing people playing it and getting feedback and then balancing it based on that. Um, after, I guess one of the things we put in after initial release was weapons. I mean, weapons were in there, but they weren't, um, we didn't have enough awards on them and didn't have it balanced right. So once we got that balanced correctly. Um, yeah. And then like a big one was <clears throat> weapons uh, leading up to Mexu Multiball was, and you know, putting Mexu Multiball in there was, was a huge thing. Yes, um, those those jackpot <clears throat> callouts make yeah. that mode, right? Incredible. Those the jackpot awesome. callouts, you know, it's like, yeah, I was like, I want to play that mode just to hear that thing go jackpot, you know, yeah, <laughs> right? jackpot, yeah, they, <laughs> by the, yeah, that's the, that's the voice of Mike Kizavat did the the jackpot, <laughs> the famous Mike Kizavat. You might have, um, from, you might know him from Turtles, um, but so yeah, so so that was a big one that getting that the that track of. Like collecting weapons gets you the Mexico multi-ball, which is a parallel track to, you know, doing all the battles gets you down the Sauron and towards Mr. Sinister. Yeah. That and then the next big thing was really balancing out the stacking. Like I made a big spreadsheet and listed every row or every row was a mode and every other every column was a mode. And I figured out, you know, we figured out me and mostly me and Mike Vinicor kind of worked out like what stacks with what and what, what can start when this is running and all that stuff. Um we did. I did several iterations of that, and once we got it to a point where you know, it just just perfect. You know, it, yeah, the, the game started really singing. Um, so it's, I'd say that place probably around November of that year was Mexico Multiball. That was a big thing, and then the the stacking so, stuff that happened you know, later. One of one of the coolest things uh, to touch on something that Tanya said right as he began to answer the question, and that's the notion of uh, as people play it and you get feedback, uh, you make it better, right? And, yeah. and, and so the, the magic of our studio is um, the number, the, the, just the sheer number of great players and people that are into it. And, 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 and I say people that are into it because sometimes it, you can't just have guys that are like, you know, uh, tier one players uh, commenting on the game, right? You got to have guys at all levels uh, commenting on, on what's fun and what they like. 
so, you know, something like Mexu Multiball is a challenge for a player at my level, right? And, yes. and so it's kind of like I die. I tell these guys all the time, I, I die with, you know, 45 weapons collected. I make one more shot to yeah. start to start the mode and I drain, right? Because it was like my extra ball, fourth ball or whatever, you know? Uh, so, so you need, you need, you know, games, games are, have steps and, and you need people contributing to the, all the steps, not just the top. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, but I think, I think guys in the studio walking in shooting it and either liking something or hating some, you know, hating something is what informs what you know if you're no, you know I mean, yeah no and and so it's combos combos like shooting combos is is such a good time and it's and to have a mode it actually run george you did nba fast break and nba fast break i did there was yeah. there was an entire ladder yeah. that was all different combo shots your alley yeah. slam johnny's, dunk johnny's got a similar one yeah uh so so if you if if I think the thing about combos is that uh, the way I lay out my play fields, it's almost a freebie. Okay. So you got to do something with it, right? Because I'm going to serve them up for you. <laughs> okay. And so it's kind of like, you know, if, if I give them to you, you got to do something with them. It would be stupid to ignore them, right? Yeah. It would be stupid to ignore them. So, so um, yeah, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of fun shots in there. There's, uh, you know, Keith Owen was – these guys are all walking out to lunch one day. I had the play field. I had that cross shot kind of working and we were working on the, I was working on the orbit, what to do with the orbit. Right. And, uh-huh. you know, and he said to me, why don't you, you know, why don't you do an up down ramp like that? Like, you know, like Mustang, you know? Uh, and so, you know, it's, it's, it's people like in the studio walking around, playing your game, talking to your, you know, talking to you about stuff. And then, yeah, I mean, it's 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 uh, those are the kinds of things that make a difference. Do you feel? And I don't. This is just a random thought. Pops in my. Do you feel that is one limitation with COVID, like that? The fact that you don't have all the other people touching your games. So, yeah, I mean, what the the, the biggest hurdle in COVID is is that spontaneity of the hallway conversation. Sure. Or 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 a guy walking by and go, hey hey, come on, come come in here, play this thing. Yeah. What do you think, right? And and Deadpool is a, a game that uh, benefited from a lot of that. Like the remember the snick shot? Yeah, you know, I can't wait to get shot, into that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean the snick shot was one of those things where where hey, wouldn't it be cool if and and like in like twenty minutes I had it like kind of cobbled together. And it wasn't working great, but but a great player like so you know so I'm dragging guys in you know I'm dragging <laughs> shooters yeah. you know you know Zach come in here like can you hit this thing you know uh, Owen can you hit this thing you know so it's kind of like because you sort of work from there right if they can do it you can figure out a way to make everybody do it and so so um, what that shot what did you have prior was it just a rubber? I mean, was there nothing? Yeah, there was, there was a target, but it was just guarding the, uh, it was just, I think it was, was there a target? No, I didn't, I don't remember now what I had. I may have just had a rubber. I had a post, I think. Yeah. I think it it might've been just an accidental shot. that went up there or something. Yeah. Like it was an time. accidental shot that went up there the first time. And then, yeah. and then, and then like... yeah, it was like an accidental shot that went up there. And then it was like, kind of like, Hey, maybe I can help it go up there. So I like cut, cut the thing up and, and, 
and stuck the target there as a, at an angle. And I played around with some, you know, other things. And, and it is um, unbelievably fun. Like that, the, the, the two shots. So if I stream that game, I'll play it for two, two and a half hours straight. And I will tell you, hitting the Katana ramp never gets old. It ne- like it never gets old seeing that ball whip around. But the snick shot is just uh, satisfying is the word that some people hate in this industry. But it is so sad. Like it is so satisfying hitting that shot. Is it was it and, was it? I think uh, was it Tim Sexton that pushed us in the direction of the playfield multipliers for that shot. Yeah, it it was. Yeah. Yeah, and so. So, I mean, that, that, you know, I mean, look, listen to the names I've just kind of tossed out yeah. as we were talking about, right? So that's the magic of the studio. Yeah. And so it's kind of like, um, but now you talk about how in COVID we missed doing this. Sure. But I'll, t- I'll tell you that during COVID, we launched three amazing games. You you sure right? have. And I, I know you guys have used the heck out of Zoom or, or other things. Yeah, we That's have. one thing. Dwight, so on, on, uh, on flipping out. Their stream, Dwight was on it last week, and that's one of the things he said is just the Zoom conversation. It's almost like he's having more conversation, which which is I, it's I mean, you guys have proven you guys have made this work over the last year just with what you've produced. I mean, um, yeah, Mando and, and Turtles. We, and we've everything. had you know we've we've had the right amount of like I mean, there's guys have gone in all through COVID. Guys went in. And in the beginning, when things were really scary and we didn't know, you know, what what this thing was or how we were going to, you know, how you got it or whatever, um, you got to remember, we so we, you know, the government shut us down, like, I want to say it was second or second week of March or something like that. And, yep, uh, yep. you know, we sent everybody home and in, in, the, in the two months or whatever it was till June 1, when we fired up again, uh, we got permission to fire up the... The, you know, I mean, we worked our asses off to relay out the factory to create like, you know, yeah. s- safe, m- more space and, and, and figure out how to do that. And the dev teams, guys were going in at weird hours just to not be there around people. And so, you know, you had guys in there overnight working on in the model shop or doing whatever it took. Right. So we, we did it. I mean, yeah. you know, we, we, we had, we, we had, uh, uh, a lot of happy hour zooms as well as work zooms. Um, the studio, I think other people have heard me say this before, but everybody thinks it's like, you know, that creativity comes from being a free for all. Uh, creativity comes from discipline. We run the studio with a lot of discipline and, you know, the teams meet on a regular basis. There's a schedule an agenda, a thing. What are we trying to do? And, and we, that's how we drive to the finish. Awesome. All right. Um, if you just heard a really odd edit, what happened was uh, the software we're using crashed, and we just frantically tried to recover the files, but I think we're good. So here's a very smooth and not obvious transition right back into the conversation that we're having. Um, you have need a sound effect for that. You can, oh. cover up on, you can cover up almost anything with a... <laughs> with, a, with a special sound effect. Perfect. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. What we're talking about is is a lot of these shots. So you were just saying, um, you know, the snick shot, you, you kind of you threw that in there and then other people you're pulling them in. Yeah. You know, from a design standpoint, from a, from a game designer to a software designer, is it, does that how it works? Like, does George just walk in your office, Tanya, at that point, it's like, Hey, I added a target here, you know, like, uh, what, what do you want it to do? Or well, think, how does, how do you do that? Or how do you handle that? You know, I think, no, I think that there's, 
it's a constant sort of conversation, you know, I mean, the nature of the teams, right. You, 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 um, you come together, you talk about what you want to do and yeah, everybody goes off and does their thing. Right. So yeah. Tanya may come back with, I think, you know, I think these are, I think this is the progression of villains. I think, you know, these guys are at this level and, and we're going to do this. And, and then, you know, I may come back and say, you know, I, I think, you know, I, I, this is what my latest play field looks like. And, 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 you know, we talk about it and, and there's a lot of back and forth, you know, I think, you know, um, uh, that shot, you know, that the, the, that cross shot, the katana shot, uh, there's a ton of development work that went into that. It looks, you know, it works pretty well, but, um, and, and there's some, there's some secrets that I'm not willing to give up that, uh, about certain things that we had to do in order to, uh, basically optimize the energy, you know, that, you know, the, the transition of energy of the ball as it, you know, as it, as it, as it goes through, um, the shot. And, but and you're, you're saying I can't talk about the supercomputer simulations we were doing of the, uh, <laughs> of the yeah. triangles. All right. Sorry. I, I blew it. No, there's lots. Of, <laughs> the, the, so, yeah, I went through, I went through a whole bunch of it. I mean, these guys will tell you that I, I caught oh, up yeah. a lot of stuff and, yeah, we, and, uh, that, that, that shot was first in the lab for a while, and we would, and you know, George made the shot. We'd come in and play it and, and try different things out. There was lots of slow motion video, you know, like yeah, you know, like the the entry angles and, and lots of tweaks that happened. And even after the first Whitewood, um, you know, there was even more tweaking as we played it more and more. And materials, things... you know, I ended up messing around with lots of different materials, like you know, really lubricitous materials, uh, really stiff materials, really soft materials. I mean, I tried all kinds of things to, uh, to make it work and, yeah. and it, you know, it, it turned out the right, you know, it's just a, it, it's like anything else, right. It's iteration plays a huge part. Yeah. Know? Which I agree. Yeah. That, that lock shot's incredible, but the, but the snick shot, I mean, you're saying kind of a happy accident. You threw it in there. That's great. But you said, Tim Sexton, you, you said, is, is who you think Tim, suggested Tim, um, play Tim helped, player. Yeah, so we we had the shot working, but we weren't quite sure what to do with it, right? And so I think I think in my memory, I thought Tim was yeah was Tim a, yeah we were playing it and we we're, ta- we're we've been brainstorming what you know what to put on that shot how to how to really take advantage of it, and then Tim came up with like let's put a playful multiplier on that and. My first well, and, reaction was like, "That's pretty powerful, man! Whoa, that's that's crazy." Tim Tim was coding for us at the time, right? Yeah, yeah, he was on the team. Yeah, yeah I mean, he, yeah. he was very involved early on in, in a lot of the rules. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, that he came up with that idea, and uh, and he was right. It's so. <laughs> it, one thing, okay, so like obviously homeowners, there's there's a lot of homeowners that really enjoy this game. It's very approachable, but yet there is depth to it. Um, that's the only thing that I've ever heard when anybody sells this game. It's the only time I've ever heard anybody sell this game. It's because they're like super good and they can just beat it, you know, at, at will. That's not my problem. But I think it's kind of entertaining because like Raymond Davidson owns a Deadpool and he loves streaming it. And so it's like, I don't, I don't quite understand that argument, but I think it, it does such a good balance of, of, you know, entry level players, but also, like this is a great tournament game, and even with something as simple as there's one target on the playfield, and if you hit it at any time, you can get a playfield multiplier. Somehow is not like 
an end all be all strategy in a tournament setting. And I, I don't know if that's uh, like an amazing design or what, I mean, it's not, it's not a fluke thing. It, you like, know you what, it's a combination, it. it's a combination of things, right? It's, yeah. it's, it's like, like all, like all of it, right? It's, it's, it, no one thing. It, it's kind of like, you have to pay attention to everything. You have to pay yeah. attention to the presentation elements, right? It's all the presentation elements that, that make a player feel engaged. Right. And, yeah. and, and like, you know, you, you know, Deadpool's making fun of you, but it's, it's funny. So, you know, you're not offended. And, yeah. uh, um, you know, that game there, it looked like Colossus shot. Yeah. Let's talk about Colossus shot, right? It's a bitch to make. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and it's a, and it's, it's throwaway space, right? Yeah. It's like, it's like, uh, these guys are telling me, you know, can you, you know, what, what, can you do something, sneak another shot in? Uh, I got no space, man. We're, we're, you know, it's like the board's 20 and a quarter wide. We're, you know, like, yeah. so Colossus shot, it, it, it just occurred to me. I said, yeah, maybe I can, it's not going to be, it's not going to be the smoothest shot in pinball. It's, 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 but, but it's, it's space we're using. Yeah, cool. yeah, to loop it around and hit a to hit a target that's not it's it's facing right. the it's complete painted. opposite direction of you. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's pointing up play field. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing that scoop uh, originally too was further forward, so there was no place yeah. for that. That shot came from moving the scoop back and opening yeah. it up. And George is like, I got, I, I'm gonna, I gotta fit one more shot in there, man. It's, <laughs> it's uh, that's you're crazy, is, George. It's not gonna happen. That you scoop do. is um, it's great. It's a, I, it's, a, it's such a satisfying clunk and it's yeah, and it's, it's a whack it, it's an Boom. approachable it it's accessible um there's there are certain scoops in certain games that'll just piss you off but that one it's uh you know it's satisfying and i will say from a coding standpoint the 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 knockout punch not only the lighting that's pointing you towards the scoop but the heartbeat that that increased thump yeah mm-hmm. Brilliant. I don't know whose thought that was, but it nothing, you know, like it gets you going. That, well done, idea. Tanya. Well done. Well done. I applaud yeah, that. The, the, the notion of tension, right? Yes. Bringing, yeah. bringing the, the, the pressure of you got to make the shot. You got to yeah. make the shot. Right. And, you know, you're not if, if you don't make it. It's not horrible, but if you make it, it's so much oh, better. Oh yeah, oh yeah, <laughs> it is, and it's it, it is definitely kind of a when you don't make it, Deadpool wins. It's like ah, oh, come on, like it's a disappointing. <laughs> but when you sink that shot, yeah, and and the lights, and it's so obvious what you need to do, and and it, it's a shot that you hit all the time, and then when you need to hit it, you can't. It's uh, it's great. But I will say two shots that I hit all the time that feel good. Like, obviously, you have the katana shot. It's awesome. The snick shot, it's like every time, if you're aiming for it, you feel amazing when you hit it. If you don't and you just happen to hit it randomly, you're like, oh, crap, I got to like, do something. I got I to gotta capitalize yeah. on this moment. But the two things that always feel good, the spinners. You put two spinners on this game. <laughs> you put two. Whose idea was that? Yeah. And why, why not three? I mean, I yeah. cannot get enough spinner in this game, and you have two of them. Uh, yeah. Yep. So what's your – I mean – was that so just... spinners? Uh, so there's a bunch of stuff that we, uh, you know, philosophically, we consider to be like, you know, we, you know, it's pinball. Yeah. And, you know, spinners is one of those things, right? Spinners, pop bumpers, drop targets. You know, those are like just sort of go tos, and uh, I like to put them. You know, I like to put them on on shots that you can really hit. You know, hard. Yeah. Right? Um, sometimes. 
like if you look at uh i mean i wish i could have um I, w- I wish i could have gotten the uh the Beatles spinners in there. The you know? Opto spinners? Yeah. And I put those I put those on in the Beatles and those feel great on the Beatles, right? Yeah. But but the magic of a spinner, and Tanya will tell you that I hounded him on this. The magic of a spinner is the sound you attach yes. to it. Oh yes. Right? So we went back and forth on that, you know, and I'm I, I drove him crazy because his spinner's <laughs> not right yet. Spinner's not right. <laughs> no. That and that's what I realized while I play that game is um, like audio is such a key part of this. So I actually have headphone, uh, headphone adapters on all my Stern games, just because one, it's nice for streaming for direct audio, but two, I just can't get it. Like, I want to hear all the sounds I want to hear. And, and this game more than I think any game this, like, I want to hear the, I want to laugh at the comments, the spinner. I feel like there's always a spinner ripping, which always makes you feel good when you hear that, that, um, the, the schnick, that shing, you know, it's just there, the sound effects, you, you guys, you, you guys crushed it on that. I mean, audio wise, um, fantastic. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I think, um, the other guy we drove crazy was Jerry Thompson, the sound designer, yeah. right? <laughs> um, because, uh, Tanya and I, uh, we, with the minute we started going down the path of capture the eighties sounds and like, we told, we were so totally in sync with this, right? Yeah. Because, you know, he's way into those sounds and I'm way into, you know, th- mm-hmm. those games and I'm way into those games. Right. So we so we we're like, you know, like Defender, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we and we uh, we wanted that so bad. And, and we were telling Jerry, I said, Jerry, uh, you know, go go play a Defender <laughs> you know? like that. That yeah. stuff was. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. That, yeah, that's awesome. I, I can't, that is, and I get that. The more I play it when I, to, to, to Harper back or whatever to, to the beginning where I said people, when they play this game, they just have fun. And I, there's such a good mix here. You know, good feeling shots, ripping spinners all the time. You hear the sound of the spinner. You hear the, you get, you're made fun of, you know, you, you get these special, you know, these happy accidents of hitting that schnick shot, blowing up certain shots, the tension of, of the knockout punch, um, code you know i understand it is linear but you do have different paths so that that may that's an interesting thing you, you know you said you wanted to do battles but like i don't know i'm assuming somebody had the idea of like we need to get a t-rex in here or we need to get a shark in here so how is that gonna like how did the quest versus battles concept come to be well um i, I don't know the, the, the t-rex came from uh I remember. Well, it came primarily from from reading the Deadpool comic. There's one place in there where where Deadpool punches a T Rex. I can't yeah. remember what, what which comic yeah. it was. Yeah. But that 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 struck me, and I and I thought like we got to have Deadpool punching a, a T Rex. <laughs> yeah. And we were of talking course. with Jeremy, yeah. you know, Jeremy Packer, Zombie Yeti, about it, and he was like, "Oh yeah, totally." And so he 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 started arting that up like a big big shot of yeah. punching the T Rex. And then the Megalodon came primarily from. Uh, from all the, well, because I want to pay homage to the movie Jaws because it's one of my favorites. And we, sure. And people are always talking about that game. But, um, you know, but, but it's, it, it is in, in essence the fact that you can do anything yeah. in Deadpool, right? Include the travel. Fact that, including into, travel time, time travel, right? Yeah. He's like, he's, he time travels and, you know, we need a megalodon and then, you know, we need a, <laughs> you know, we need a dinosaur and we need, you know, I mean, it's like just crazy stuff, right? Yeah. We got, we got ninjas. We got 
you know, we got vampires. Your, we got yeah. vampires at the roller disco. <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, come on, it was it? It was we were just having a good time. This yeah. like, um, clearly. <laughs> now, we're, yeah. with with the DNA samples in that cutscene, he he hands over three. Was, was there plans for a third? What was a kraken? I assume. There's a kraken that's in in the uh, yeah. He's in yeah. the megalodon. Got it. So like cable the if you. If you watch the cutscenes, like Cable says, I'm gonna go get the, you know, I'll take care of the crack. Oh, and, so Cable yeah, took right, it. Got yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah, that works. Yeah. There's some of the storytelling that you know kind of gets lost on you while you're in the in the midst of <laughs> the, the battle. Thing, you know, the, the other thing, the other thing that we tried, we tried really hard to uh, be true to the personalities of the different characters, right? So, like, you know, we spent a lot of time. You know, would Wolverine say that? Would yeah. he not say that? You know. Uh, the cable, the cable and, and Deadpool relationship is really important, you know, in terms of, you know, that sort of that is kind of disrespect that yeah. exists between them, you know, and, uh, you know, all the girls want Deadpool. And I mean, it's just, just sort <laughs> of like, like just kind of, um, you know, I think it was fun to, you know, uh, you know, uh, uh, um, Colossus with Deadpool, you know, yeah. no, <laughs> you're I, good. Not like Deadpool. That's come on. It's just great stuff. For yeah. sure. And I, I would assume that was somewhat refreshing. Like I know you've worked with a lot of licensors and I don't want to say anything negative, but I assume some are very, very directional. Yeah, like this right. is what you have to do. This seems like it was totally, you know, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a tremendous amount of freedom and, yeah. and lots of, and they encouraged us to, you know, make, to, to come up with stuff. I mean, it sure. all needed to be, they approved everything, but they, they were very, uh, I don't know if there was much that they didn't approve. I mean, they, they, we, we, not too we were, much. I mean, we were pretty they, well in tune with, with what yeah. they needed yeah. and what they wanted. So they, they, uh, you know, they, the, the beauty of it is that if you're working inside the fiction, you're not violating anything. Okay you're and 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 yet you're extending it that's a good thing yeah. right here's you know here's new new deadpool product yeah right and it's it's new not just because it's a pinball machine but it's new because it sort of takes elements of the fiction and extends them so so ran, random thought you when i had mentioned the t-rex you said Jeremy Packer, so Zombie Eddie. You said he starts sketching stuff up. Does does he ever do sketches that that are used on the LCD screen, or he's strictly print? No, he does. Yeah, he does. Sometimes he does. Yeah. Oh, nice. Sometimes he'll do. Um, so sometimes he does. Uh, um, you know, he'll help to visualize something. You know, okay. like you know, you know, not sometimes it's a storyboard. Sometimes it's just a sketch that conveys something. Yeah, sure. for for um, Deadpool in the for the all the all the, the pixel characters, they're actually based off of like of turnarounds that, that Jeremy wrote to make sure, like he's on his sheets with the right proportions to make yeah. sure the heights are right. Yeah. And, oh, wow. And did the whole thing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's like a, they show, uh, you know, they show him in a T-pose at different angles yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah. He also did the sketch up of, of Little Deadpool because that was, um, Marvel wanted us to sort of do our own rendition of it. And so Jeremy did the initial sketch and, and that was used for making the sculpt. As Very well cool, as, as well as like the 3D model of, of little Deadpool that's in the game. So, so I wrote this further down, and so my, like I said, my undergrad graphic design, my master's technical printing, like to see any sort of 
Like, I wish you guys sold, like, I was going to encourage George, a sketchbook. Like, I wish, I wish, I would love to buy Jeremy's sketchbook. I would love to buy your sketchbook. I yeah. would love if, if, I mean, the banners are awesome, but, like, if I could, like, just seeing printed line drawings of play fields. Like yeah, that, there's, I'll, t- man, I'll tell you what's really cool is the storyboards for the game are exactly. awesome. And that's, uh, uh, that's Tom, K- uh, Tom Kizavet, um, and, and then, uh, you know, the, the, the video graphics guys, um, like their, their, you know, their effort has to be managed so carefully because it's, it's very easy to, to go in a direction where you've done a bunch of work and it's not usable. Okay. And so, and, and Chuck, uh, Ernst is fantastic at directing that group, you know, and, and Chuck is a stickler for, you know, let's uh, let's get some storyboards. It's 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 way uh, more effective uh, to make mistakes at that level and and really analyze. You know, the, the storyboards help you analyze what you what in fact you can execute and not. You know, yeah. Because because it gets the art team sort of dissecting it uh, from a technical perspective. Like, okay, what do we have to animate? What are we creating? How many three D models are we making? How are we lighting it? You know, where are the cameras? Uh, yeah. What's the transition? Uh, all, all, all that kind of stuff, right? What's the present? You know, all the presentation elements. Um, they get they uh, that. I mean, that team does a great, tremendous job, right? And yeah. um, we've gotten really good at taking the digital sculpts that are created for, uh, for example, uh, you know, to, uh, to model characters for a screen. We've gotten great at leveraging that so that the, the three-dimensional, you know, actual molded stuff are derivatives of those, two, you know, of those of those models, you know. So they still get tweaked, you know. You, you still have to put, you know, mechanical features in them and stuff like that. So, but we have a we have a pipeline, we have a tool chain, and and we manipulate that tool chain to so that we're not doing double work, you know. Sure. We've got some super talented digital sculptors that, you know, help, like, you know, Tanya was saying, you know, like the, the work that went into one little Deadpool informed the, the other little Deadpool, right? Yeah. So. Oh, that's awesome. Um, so I have a few, these are just, I know, so Deadpool, it's, what a unique layout, but I understand there is, there is a dialing in, you know, you, you really have to get it set right. So I, I don't know if you've noticed, but like on Pinside, the dead the Deadpool forum, I feel like people are constantly asking about, you know, suggestions of, of setup. So just real quick. So the flippers themselves, one thing I've noticed, these flippers, they are not, they look like they're slightly drooped down. Is that correct? Like they are not perfectly in line with the guides. Did you no, there purposely... should be, okay. So yeah, so they're, um, so if you strike a center line across, if you, if you could draw a center line across the bolts on the lane guide uh-huh. and that center line went all the way, you know, all the way through the flipper, yeah. the, the center, you know, the center of the tip of the flipper should be perfectly in line with that. Okay. So they're not, they're not what's called flopped. Okay. Right. Which is below center. And, and they're not like Steve Ritchie style where the face of the flipper is perfectly lined up with the guy. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. They're not that. Of... And, okay. and the reason they're not that is, so, uh, right. So, okay. So the easiest, the most, you know, the, the, the easiest shots in the game, the most powerful shots in the game are typically in the center 
of the game, right? As you go out to the, as you go out to the, to the edges of the game, what happens is not only are you, you, you know, is the, is the weight of the ball on the end of the flipper, right? So the coil has to, you know, work that much harder. Um, But novices, the the reason they don't, they don't, they're scared to death. So they flip early. So the stuff goes to the center, right? So the position of those flippers is that there are many, many things uh, came into play, right? That the cross shot for the katana needs a, a crap load of energy, right? So it has to be. And when I first had the flippers up higher, um, I was getting less power there, right? Yep. Um, and, that, and those shots, those like sort of the, the ramp, you know, the traditional ramp position, if you will, um, that's right in the power stroke of the flipper. Right. That's like, that's, you know, that's, that's a, that's pretty much a sweet spot. Um, and then the, the more you flop them, the easier those outside shots become. Right? Yes. So, yeah. but I don't like them flopped. I've never made a game that way as, okay. as far down as I've ever had them is, is where they are on Deadpool. Okay. And... Uh, which is, and, you know, I, I think, look, that the game was designed at seven degrees that was you my should, next question. Seven degrees. That is, yeah, that is seven or higher. I mean, it's, it's good. I mean, if you don't, you don't, you don't want to go eight, you don't, you, you know, but seven, seven and a half, you're, you're, you're good. Okay. Cause um, that's, you, you think if people are saying they're having issues with their, their Katana ramp, the idea of making it steeper seems almost counter. Yeah. But, but, but you know what? Yeah. So here, I'll tell you, I'll tell you some secrets. Clean your game. Okay. Yeah. Clean your game. Seven degrees. Um, and let's assume that everything else is, you know, that all, all your, all your electromechanical stuff is, is, is fine. Take, uh, uh, you know, take a, a paper towel with WD-40 on it or something like that and clean that ball guide, you know, that, okay. that early ball guide that the yeah. cross shot ball guide, right. Um, you make sure that sucker is clean and, and, um, and you will, you'll, you'll fly up there. Fly up there, and then the yeah. other shot. You know, do you have any suggest the the snick shot? I know people have like yeah, posted. So the, so the issue yeah. with snicked is uh, mostly the deformation of that target. Okay. You know, so it's like so basically, if if um, I mean I've seen them work with the target, you know, with the target sort of rotated off, but it's designed to work with the target straight. You know, so you know, in other words, you rotate the target. Um, so that it's not, you know, so that it's uh, 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 sort of perpendicular to the play field. Turning you know? more toward, yeah, yeah, people are like yeah. looking at the, because, uh, you know, you have a the, hole to play field and then you have yeah, the other line problem. To, the other yeah. problem that happens there a lot is um, if, if that target, if the target uh, interferes too much with either the, the ball guide, like if the ball guide is, is uh, cranked down too tight and the ball guide is rocked, yeah. Then the target can can interfere too much with the with with the um, uh, you know with the ball guide and and you may have issues. So, but the, but, but yeah. honestly, the, the the you know the, the the most difficult part of that shot is actually you know getting you know firing the flipper when the ball is yeah. is so far up the flipper hitting right? it. Yeah. The difficulty of the shot is hitting the shot. No, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's yeah that is. I mean, yeah. a lot of people because if you. Um, it's not uncommon for the ball to fly up there during a multi-ball, right? Yes. And that's because of like, you know, a lot of times it's because the frenzied response to a lot of balls at the flippers, you know? And that's, um, 
That's where that audio cue comes in and you hear it and you're like, oh. Just just (laughs) totally magic when that happens, right? Exactly. That's what I I love it because you hear that and you're like, oh, yeah, it it gets your heart going because you're, here I go. I'll I'll tell you that there's also reflections. You can actually make that shot off the right flipper. Oh, wow. Yeah. You know, there's some, there's some reflections and, you know, you can, where you can get a, you can get the right angle up there and, and it goes up and I was like, wow, I just did that with the right flipper. (laughs) Yeah. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but I know that was, there's a lot of questions about that. So that, I, I appreciate the kind of definitive yeah, so I think, <laughs> answer I think, of that. I think, I think the single biggest thing that makes a difference is uh, is get the flippers in the right place and clean the game. Uh, and especially that bog guide. I mean, WD-40 on that bog guide is magic. Yeah. So this is an interesting thought. I, so I have a pro. It was routed. It was used. But you guys are still selling games. And I'm in a weird, yeah. I'm in a really weird spot because... Part of me wants to upgrade. Part of me wants to go for the premium. So I, yeah. I need you guys to sell me on it. Why? Why so do I need the premium? That that shot, um, that you know, that ramp shot on the premium. Um, yeah. First of all, it gives you more combinations. You're talking the left orbit and then the upper. Yeah. 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 I know. Yep. Gives you more combinations, um, and it's a sweet shot to mm-hmm. to repeat. And right. you're getting boom letters every time. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you go boom, you know, like you can you can um, repeat that shot, and it feels great. And I and know. The, and the cool thing about you know why it's very repeatable, because the action of uh, slowing it down to drop into the lane gives, gives you, you just enough time. Yeah. To get your act together and make the shot, right? And and I know you're you're just the spinners ripping the whole time. With oh, yeah. that left spinner and, and disco loops, right? So that's a unique mode, mm-hmm. right, for the premium. So I, I don't know. I've yet to play a premium. What? So I'll tell I'll tell you the the, the biggest negatives to the and, and and it's negative to some people, not others, right? Like I would I would never own anything but a, a, the the one with the drop targets. Okay. But what they say, and and one of the reasons that Deadpool earns so well on the street is that the bottom with the stand-up targets versus the drop targets is way livelier. Okay. So, you know, so you have a lot a lot faster, more action at the bottom with the, with the stand-up targets than you do with the drop targets because the drop targets, say, take some amount of energy out of the ball. Sure. Right. So yeah. in some ways, the premium game, um, like I love the drop targets and I, I want the drop targets and I'm, you know, I'm not the best, you know, I'm, 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 I want that, that sort of uh, uh, recovery time that that premium gives me at the bottom. But, you know, there is something to the fact that, that uh, I, I always tell my operator friends, you know, Hey, you know, I know those pros make a lot of money. And, and, and it's part of the reason is that that bottom is a little bit more challenging. Yeah. And you ship it without rubbers on the outlines. <laughs> I, that, I will tell you, I, <laughs> and I don't know, I, I don't want you to think less of me. But yeah. I, I put rubbers on. <laughs> I put rubbers okay. on. Okay, it's all right. You know, it, 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 you know, it's like, you know what? I'm just happy that people enjoy the games. Enjoy them however you want to enjoy. Sure. Them. I, I mean, I talk to people and and they they you know they tell me their game you know plays great at six degrees. I'm like, you know what? I, if, the, yeah. if, if you think the game plays great at you six do degrees, you. yeah, yeah, I you know enjoy it. I love yeah. it. I mean, it's like I don't. I just want you to play games. I don't care. So. Um, Okay, so this this disco loops. I will so disco loops, and I'm assuming it's not stackable. But I know disco multi ball is not stackable. What was the thought behind that on making that a multi ball that isn't stackable? 
That's a good question. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's been a little while. Um, I'll have to look back at my notes, actually. Because um, I will tell you, uh, me, when I when I realize I'm almost there, to me, it's like, okay, this is this will be a good refresher because it, it gives me a chance to build up boom, boom letters and mm -hmm. combos. So it's like I focus entirely on combos and boom letters while I play that, which is kind of refreshing because it, it's not like I'm just trying to use it to get through a, a mode. I don't, I don't know right. if that was the lots, thought. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. lots of ways to play, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, yeah. The, the, the best games, um, the best games give you um, lots of different avenues to explore. Mm -hmm. And, and th this game has a lot of them. I mean, it really does. Yeah. And and so I think I think part of our success was not just the fact that people are very engaged with it, but the fact that I can choose different strategies. I you know I'll say I've tried for a long time. I I um I foc I didn't focus on defeating guys. I yeah. didn't you know I, I I focused on other stuff. I wanted to get you know I wanted to see what happened when I did all these other things. Yeah, and I I do when every time I hit start. I do try to, because I, I find myself, what I do like is Disco, disco Multiball and um, the weapons. It's a it's a cool, like you just finished a, a battle and you're like, okay, now what? Do I need to start building this? Or, ooh, I'm close to this. Like it, it's a nice interruption to whatever plan you have. And it, and it helps you like, oh man, I'm only a few combos away from multi, you know, mech suit. Even though I'm chugging along for this, let me, let me you know, take that path and, and pursue that. So I... Yeah, I think Mexu. We mentioned that earlier. Mexu was a game changer. Like building that in, it, it seems like it comes in right at the right spot uh, in in your progression of the game. So, um, yeah, yeah, that one we we definitely. Um, I mean, that that was a lot of balance too. I mean, we played the game a lot, and we had the the threshold at different spots until we we found the right one. Yeah, originally it was like thirty or something, right? Yeah. 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 And then we, you know, tried it a hundred, and that's like, yeah, you never get it. Yeah. You know? So it's sort of a balance of, I mean, letting a lot of people playing it and, and paying attention to how many times it, it gets played, and then also just, you know, it was, it was a lot of balance, and also so like, you know, having people play it and then get feedback, it, you know, um, but I feel like we got it to the right about the right place. Like I can I can get the mech suit multi ball, yeah. but it, it's not I can't get to it all the time unless yeah, and, and you got to focus on it. Um, Sort of reminds me of of uh, the, kind of the pacing in Monster Bash, like the first uh, first multi oh, the first Wizard yeah. mode. It's it's uh, it's kind of similar to that for me. Like I, I'm that's about like I can get to that that Wizard mode. That it, it, it's hard, but it's not you know it's not impossible, right? Sure. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's a big reward. I mean, just yeah, like the, both points and presentation, and everything. It's it's fun. Yeah. All right. So a, a question I got to ask. I, I feel like. Everybody wants to know this, but was there anything that was removed? Was there anything that you had in the game? I, I think you hinted at earlier. You had you had potentially yeah, talked had about more, doing other modes. Yeah, we had. Uh, I mean, we had we had we had more depth that we didn't necessarily we hadn't developed it yet very far, mm -hmm. and you know we had more. Um, like stuff that we 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 said, you know what? It's just I don't I don't know that it buys us anything you know kind of thing sure uh, no i i don't feel like it's so uh mechanically anything. mechanically physically nothing yeah. um I mean, once you threw that disco ball in you know you were 
you're good. You're, you're done. You're, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. There was a mechanic. There was no, no, nothing. There was like absolutely nothing. Um, but, um, uh, and yeah, I mean, you know, we I started with a big pile of ideas, you know, and we, we pared them down to, sure. to really what the core of what the game was going to be. And, uh, yeah, part of it too was, yeah. I mean, just the, you know, kind of focusing it into what it, what it needed to be. Yeah. Sometimes things like Katanarama happen oh, yeah. because, you know, Katanarama happened because we, we listened at, you know, we're, we were in Tanya's office one day listening to the, the drop on music and we were like, wow, that's really funny. You know, so we, we were just like cracking up like a couple of idiots and, and, you know, we're like, wow, this is like, let's yeah. Katanarama. Let's do it. Yeah. It's awesome. It's a, it's, and that, that music, I know we talked about it a tiny bit, but what a, I, it, like when that kicks in, it just totally changes the vibe. Like it makes you smile. And, and I know the song, every single time you plunge, it's a completely different feel. Like, you know, the country song or the rap song or the, you know, you get to the disco. I mean, how did that come about? Were you just like, I, I want one of every genre, apparently. I mean. Yeah, you know, we started, um, so we started talking about, you know, again, we get nothing, right? There is no Deadpool. Sure. Uh, you know, like definitive soundtrack definitive theme right so we we get to make our own and you know we we start thinking and then you know i'll, I'll tell you what 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 one day it occurred to me that uh you know we've got mike vinicor in the office and mike collects uh albums vinyl uh-huh. he's a big vinyl guy and i had just been in his office just looking at some of the stuff he had laying around and i'm walking back to my office and i'm thinking hey you know what we should make a a like this is how crazy is this? We'll make a vinyl album for <laughs> yeah. Deadpool. Yeah. And oh yeah, and then a cassette. Like imagine a like Deadpool's mixtape. Like what would be on the dash of the Chimichanga truck? Right? Well, yeah. what would be on the dash of the Chimichanga truck is a you know, it's a Deadpool cassette about how great Deadpool is. <laughs> you know, all the songs about Deadpool. Um, so I mean we're just having fun with that stuff. And we said, let's write some crazy, you know, it's like, hey, we should do a rap tune, a country tune, uh, you know, um, a speed metal thing. You know, <laughs> like we just yeah. do all this stuff. And um, we had, uh, I, I, yeah, to tell you the truth, we, we wanted even more. You know, we wanted, <laughs> we wanted even more, yeah. you know, like, you know, what stayed on the cutting room floor? More Deadpool tunes. <laughs> you know? That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, well. So maybe that's a good transition. You guys, the DJ Mixer, right? So you you added DJ Mixer to this yeah. game. And I know yeah. a lot of your current releases, they all have challenge modes. They all have other they all have. They should all have DJ Mixer also. Yeah. So yeah. with that, though, with that new option, you know, holding the flippers or whatever, is, is do you guys have any plans or would, would there be any way that you'd consider adding challenge modes back into Deadpool? Funny you should say that. <laughs> you you never know what's going to happen in the next few months. I think that I think that in September, oh, <laughs> in the vicinity of September, you may get like some like amazing, super cool stuff for a bunch of your games. And, amazing, and, super cool stuff sounds really nice. Yeah, I, and, I like. <laughs> and, and Deadpool might be one of those games. Deadpool might be one of those games. I, that's awesome. No, I that is one thing I'm really enjoying. So right now, um, 
I, I actually have. I'm, I'm looking. I have, I have a Mando. I have a Turtles, and I have a Deadpool. Mando. I'm wow, you right you already now. got your Mando. So no, it's not like so. Zach at flipping out pinball is letting me borrow it, and I stream yeah. it. And um, okay, but I what I do love about you know especially Mando and Turtles is the ability to like mix it up. You know, like let's yeah. do a coffee. Let's play these challenge modes, and it's just feeling like you have that you know a, a yeah. different experience from the start button is is really a lot of fun. And I and I. I obviously we agree with you. We Good. Agree okay. With you. I'm, glad, <laughs> I'm glad we're on board there because yeah. Deadpool is awesome, but that is just one thing where um, it would sure super cool, yeah. amazing stuff. Sounds great. That sounds really good. Yeah. Um, speaking of Zach, and I, I have to, I have to read this question word for word because I think it's absurd. Um, so I, yeah. I reached out to TP and I reached out. And I was like, Hey guys, I'm, I'm interviewing, you know, Tanya and George, mm-hmm. any ideas? And I got some great questions, but this question, I don't, I don't know what to think of this, but, this is what Zach is asking. He said, I've studied your signature over years. This is George. This is about mm-hmm. your, your signature over the years, mm-hmm. and the design mm-hmm. is exceptional, but it's changed a bit. Is your autograph more complex now, or is it just more efficient? And as a follow-up, how do you decide how you add accents slash dots to the ends of your strokes? Sometimes <laughs> you get one, sometimes two. Yeah. That's the question he sent me. That's I mean, a good question. It's a good question. <laughs> So, you know, I, um, it's my signature. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) so I don't, I, you know, I, I think, I think people know I, I have a degree in industrial design. I studied industrial design and, um, and, uh, early, early in my career, like when I was in college, uh, you know, you, when you did drawings and renderings, it was commonplace to sign your, you know, it was, it was almost a necessity to date and sign your drawings mm-hmm. because, you know, it was, they were handmade, you know, they weren't done on a computer. And so in school, we, you know, we, everyone clearly began to develop uh, a style of a signature and, and a style of things. So my signature has evolved over the years. It has, yes. And you can see it, like if you look at, um, I've made, a lot of times I've made some of my drawings public, like even things like dating back to the Tron video game days, you know, and and my signature looks slightly different. It's gotten more refined uh, over the years. Uh, The dots is an interesting thing. It's it's (laughs) entirely, it's, uh, so the dots originally uh, were from, uh, they used to happen uh, as a function of the paint marker, right? So the yep. very first dots began because I was using a paint marker that was very sloppy and it was leaving a couple of dots. And I looked at it and liked it. And then I started adding dots. And so I do the dots. And now they've become second nature. I don't even think about them. Mm-hmm. I, I just kind of do it. Sometimes, you, and yes, you'll see. So the texture of the thing I'm signing on and the pen that I'm using are the two most influ- influential things and in what it ends up looking like. So, uh, but you know, I mean, it's, it's just like anything else, right? If you, you know, when I sketch, like I have, uh, like I sketch all the time, right? And I have, um, uh, I buy lots of different kinds of pens and markers and papers and, and I like the different textures and I have more control with certain mediums and less control with others. And, you know, it's just a, I think if you talk to any designer, any traditionally trained industrial designer, they'll tell you exactly what I just told you. Sure. So, so Tanya, you like your signature? You feel, <laughs> you, you, you feel good about I'm yours still, too? 
I mean, we signed katanas. We signed katanas. Yeah. And then, like, you know, those, yeah. by the way, by the way, my signature is a big, is a, uh, like every once in a while, John Borg. <laughs> John Borg brings me like, like a, a thing, you know, that like where he's like copied my signature, like, um, like a time off request or something. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. And it's, yeah. it's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, I try. Yeah, I've, I've been working on mine still. Mine's still a work in progress. I, so I try to make it, you know, as fancy as George's, but I didn't have the class in college on, you know, signatures. Yeah, on signatures. Sure. But, 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 uh, but we signed those katanas, and Tanya's signature is, uh, you know, it's right in there. Yeah, That's I try awesome. to. The T has a big line on it usually, and then, you know, I put some dots and circles and things like that. I'm trying to make it so it's not too obvious, you know. Yeah. Well, I hope you realize apparently there's people that are analyzing how many dots you put in your name. But, Zach, another thing Zach mentioned is because I know Deadpool toppers. You guys are, like, one, I, obviously, how do you react? To, like, toppers are just blowing up. And the Deadpool topper, yeah. first off, who developed that? And then the second, or who designed it? And then the second question of that and what Zach was kind of hoping for, any chance either of you guys want to sneak out online and sign a few <laughs> before before you mail them out? Yeah. So, I mean, we designed it, uh, you know, we talked about, you know, Hey, what are we going to do? And, um, there, there, so remember that, um, so the topper, the, the topper game, so to speak has changed quite a bit. Sure. But when we were doing Deadpool, um, there was in, in the sales and marketing group, there was a, um, a feeling for what, uh, they felt they could sell in the way of, you know, a price point. And, and it's, it's, um, we, uh, you know, I've said this a lot and it's really true. Um, so we worry a lot about our business and we, we work our business. Every, every, uh, area of the company, um, focuses on work in our business. And, and so when someone tells you, you know, what does something cost? Well, we, we are charged for the materials we buy from our vendors and, and that's how we arrive at, okay, the, what things, you know, what, what, what it's going to cost us to, to make something, right? Mm-hmm. How much labor hours we have, how much material costs we have, what, you know, what's the scrap allowance, what's the, you know, all the different things, you know, how much does the box cost? What are all the things that, that come into play? So when we were doing Deadpool toppers, the the thought, the thinking on toppers was that they shouldn't cost more than X. Okay. And that was, and and so the design teams are kind of stuck with, okay, I gotta make, I gotta make a topper that the, our material costs and our assembly labor and all those things I just talked about equals X. And and so that's how. So now you you look at this and you go, okay, I've got limited time. I've got, you know, I've got this 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 money limitation, what am I going to do? And so um, you, you've seen the talking head, right? You've seen yeah. the, Mar- the Hasbro talking head, right? Yep. I, I'm going to tell you that we had the same thought. We, okay. Like before, long before we saw the talking head, we thought, hey, what, you know, I mean, I've got somewhere, I've got a sketch where his arms, you know, he's got a gun in one hand and, you know, he's got like, and the gun is like a, um, like a, you know, like a, like a, uh, um, not a water pistol, but a but a, a toy pistol with a like the rubber dart, like a suction you know? cup, or like yeah, a suction dart, cup, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. And uh, you know, he's kind of like you see his arms, and he's draped over the back box, looking at you. Oh wow! And okay. he was going to talk at you, right? Yeah. And so 
we, we considered that for about 10 minutes and then we said, we'll never be able to afford that. <laughs> like, and so, um, uh, so we ended up where we ended up, but I mean, so it's kind of like, you know, we just sat down one day and it's like, okay, why don't we, you know, do something simple. He gives you a thumbs up or a thumbs down. Yeah. What are, yeah. <laughs> and it's a because it just spins, right? Like yeah. it's such a silly mechanic, but it's yeah. it's great. And I know it's people like, are. We're going to make more of them, by the way. They're in such high demand. We're going to make more yeah. of them. I mean, it's just nuts that I think when I think about like how the, the whole topper thing is exploded. We have an entire uh, work cell that does nothing but accessories and toppers, yeah. and 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 th- th- they are so backed up with with you know topper requests uh, that. But yeah, we're going to make more of them. That's great. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I think I've definitely taken enough of your guys' time, and I, I really appreciate it. I will, the, the final thing I would love to, to say is um, you guys are an excellent team, and I know, uh, I, you know, I'd, I'd love, I, I personally, I'd love for you guys to do something more, and especially Ta- Tanya, I know, Tanya, I know, um, you know, this was your, your this was your bait, you know, like you did this, this is your one time at this. And, and I know there's a lot of people going, when's round two, you know, when are, do you, do you have any future plans of, of, of either of you guys, you know, taking on another game? Uh, well, well Tanya is definitely taking on another game. Um, good. Right now, awesome. right now, Tanya is, we're both, we, we are actually collaborating right now. Okay. We're collaborating on some amazing stuff that you're going to see in September. Awesome. Some of that amazing wow. stuff. Some of that amazing <laughs> stuff that's going to impact um, a lot of games in the line. Yeah. And so um, I think that that's what we're working on right now. And then Tanya will go on uh, to work on another uh, Cornerstone title. That's awesome news. Um, that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. And and then you know I and I uh, I'm not so lucky. I, uh, <laughs> I'm not so lucky. Um, so, but you know, um, uh, we do what we can, right? No, absolutely. And that's, that's really exciting to hear. I know. Um, I don't know. I just, at the end of the day, you know, pinball is supposed to be fun. And I, I don't know, like this, it, Deadpool is just such a fun game. And I think, I think we've discussed that the shots are fun. The code is fun. The, the music, the, the call outs, the spinners, the, I mean, it's just, you guys, I applaud you. And to hear, to hear that you did this with, with a time constraint, I mean, and um, what, a, what an awesome, awesome thing you, you produce. So um, I hope you realize, I, I hope through this conversation, you realize how, how, how much I enjoy it. And, and to see I, you guys, yeah. you know, I know this, this game came out a few years, but it's clear that this is, you guys are still very passionate about this game. And, uh, yeah, I mean, our joy, yeah. our, our joy is, is hearing those kinds of reactions to the game, you know, and when people send me, uh, you know, the people send us, uh, you know, different things, you know, you know, we gave away, um, I don't know, did you ever see any of those katanas we gave I away did. Yeah. randomly, randomly, in a randomly box. threw them in the games. Yeah. Uh, and, and so, you know, we just, I don't know, we had a lot of fun with it. Yeah. And, and I think yeah. it sounds like the license really allowed that you know just complete have a great time you know when you're making it yeah yeah it, it was definitely a blast a lot of i mean the team everybody that worked on it put a lot of passion into it there's just lots of little details that came from lots of different places um but yeah it it, it was a great it's a great project i love it awesome yes well um yeah, personally, I think I can't thank you enough not only for the game but also the, this conversation. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. 
Um, and I hope a lot of other people do as well. I just, I love seeing, I love seeing how things are made and understanding that. And it, and it just sounds like, you know, to, to explain or describe your, your creative process. I mean, it sounds like you guys just had a blast. I mean, it sounds like it was stressful because you're on time constraints, but it sounds like you guys just had a good time all the way through. So, um, and it shows, it shows in the end result. So, um, thank you. Thank you to both of you guys. Um, yeah. And I'm excited to see, excited to see what, 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 what's coming apparently September. Yeah, some really cool stuff. Really, awesome. really cool stuff. So I think that uh, we're, you know, we're head down right now. Um, there's uh, just a, uh, everything's a lot of work, right? Sure. Yeah. But, uh, um, yeah, we're we're, you know, we we are blessed. You know, we're we're, we're blessed that um, we managed to get through this uh, really challenging time and. Um, and that we we managed to we managed to do it with a lot of uh, poise, awesome. right? We 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 yeah. cranked out some we, we produced some amazing stuff, and um, so yeah, I've, I'm I've got an ama- you know I've got an amazing crew. These guys are all just at the top of their game. Yeah, well, I'm enjoying that game. <laughs> I'm enjoying it a lot. <laughs> um, well, thanks again, guys, and to the listeners. Um, once again, I'm Joel. This is just another pinball podcast. Feel free. If there's anything I can do for you, any feedback, anything at all, feel free to email me at just another pinball at gmail.com. And uh, Tanya and George, thanks again for being on. Thank you. Thanks for having thanks us. Very much. All right. Uh, yeah, that's it. And we'll uh, hopefully you guys will hear from me again real soon. Thanks. Bye.